It's the Big Punk Show with Mikey Jamie. Um, it's the seventh of the six, uh, 2020. It's a fucking interesting time. It's been a fucking rough week. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough week for the world. Um, I would like to talk. I don't. I don't think that this might not be a particularly long episode, but it might be. Uh, but I'd just like to talk in this episode. Me and Mike would like to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, now, obviously, me and Mike uh, can't speak on the behalf of black people because uh, we're not black people and we can't relate to that. We can't relate to those struggles. Uh, however, we do hear those struggles and we definitely can speak for white people. And there's a lot more that white people could be doing. Right. Uh, I'm good, not going to try and... Yeah, I'm going to try and word this well and not, like, be a cunt. But, um, you know, there's a lot of feelings knocking about. So me and Mike went to the parade on Saturday. Not the parade. <laughs> went to the march on definitely, Saturday. Definitely a protest, not a parade. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the protest, not a parade. I got my P's confused. Um, and I, I, wrote this, I just wrote this yesterday when I got home from it. Uh, I walk to and around Manchester almost every day at the moment to stay fit in lockdown, as you all know. Uh, on, uh, and I walk almost the exact same route as the March for Black Lives Matter. I've walked those streets a million times, uh, shuffling through a Manic Market Street or a busy Dean's Gate. Today, I walked alongside thousands of other people all together in the forever important fight to end racism. I can't quite put into words what the feeling of navigating my city like that was. It was beautiful uh, as it was heart-wrenching. Most of the people there were around our age, meaning me and Mike, uh, all together, all peaceful, but all having their voices heard. I didn't see a single police uh, man slash woman. Everybody was left to demonstrate peacefully uh, exactly how it should be. And to me, that's proof that police turn protests into riots because there was no trouble, zero. And you know what, right? That many people in Manchester, if a group of 30 people had shown up to cause shit, yeah? it could very easily have uh, have been a disaster. Do you know what I mean? Because we were all yeah. packed into Market Street. Do you know what I mean? But th there wasn't no... It, all the energy... What was so powerful about it is this is anger. It is anger. It is, it's anger, it's frustration, and it's it's pain, yeah? These are the emotions that people are feeling right now um, over what's happening around the world, yeah? Not just in America with George Floyd, around the world. It's but the tip of the iceberg. Now, that all of that emotion was just channeled into positivity at, at uh, the um, protest in Manchester on Saturday. I really felt like it was channeled into a positive, uh, positive energy. Your man on the mic, um, it, there was a guy sort of uh, doing a speech and because there wasn't any police there, all of the anger, he was transforming that into positivity was saying you know look that violence is we don't need more violence we need to carry on this movement this is a peaceful movement and it was just beautiful it was just beautiful um i also said i think that our generation for all the grief we're given are going to be the voice of change there's a old stale and vile way of thinking lingering away uh like a pub that gets done up but has to save up money to finish the toilets uh, you need to continue to educate yourselves and pass on, pass on this passion for positive and immediate change to all those willing to listen. Take the time to listen to what black people have to fucking say. Listen to your mates and be there for them. White people, white guilt isn't the answer. Face the vile things 
done at the hands of your people and be the change. You can't wash away the blood of colonialism and you can't denounce your privilege. You have to own that shame and do whatever you can to make a positive use of it. As thousands shouted today, silence is violence. I want to touch on something here because uh, somebody commented saying uh, white shame's racist. It's not. So white guilt, um, to my, to, you know, as I've understood it myself, is it's essentially white people have done a lot of fucking horrible things for thousands of years. And it's only right that you fucking feel guilty for that. Do you know what I mean? It's only right that when you see young black men in America getting murdered by police, that you do feel a bit guilty for that, yeah? When you look back at the history books of slavery and colonialism, you should feel guilty for that. You've not done it, you know, but you are as much a part of that because of your race in the same way, yeah, that young black men are targeted as being aggressive or fucking criminals or whatever because of the colour of their skin, yeah? That's why there's an attachment there. So because of racism, yeah, you should fucking feel an attachment to that. Now, white people have this fucking very interesting uh, ability to make racism about them very quickly. You see a lot of people saying about, uh, a lot of white people saying about how they feel at the moment and saying how this is making them feel. And that's sound, but at the moment you like, you know, and that's positive, but you really need to be listening to how black people feel, yeah? And you need to be having conversations with your black mates. Black people don't want you to personally go up to them and randomly randomly and apologize for slavery. No one's asking for yeah. that. That's not what people are fucking asked for asking for. People are asking when people say, you know, talk to black they mean chat to your mates. Understand the struggles they've faced because of the understand the things that you just will never understand. Or at least try to understand them. Do you know what I mean? Try and have that conversation. I seen in uh, on Twitter a few hundred white people take uh, taking an ear and denouncing their white privilege. I'm like, oh, you're missing the point. You can't denounce that. You ha you uh, you have to own it. And you have to you you have to just be better. And it's not enough to just not be a racist. Do you know what I mean? It's not enough yeah. to just not be racist and and want change. Very interesting thing I hear. Very interesting thing I hear while at the uh, protest on Saturday. There's a group of white girls sort of behind us and white boys shouting. Um, we want change. And then to my right was a group of black people saying, uh, be the change. It's like, exactly. You have to be that change. Um, and being that change means taking a few hours of your Saturday to go and march for things like this. Now, obviously, uh, not everybody can because of social distancing. I understand that people obviously might be living with people uh, in vulnerable positions. I get all that. I really do. Um, yeah. I also... Would I also would like to point out that if you are going to get coronavirus, getting it fighting for a civil rights movement is much better than getting it touching an apple someone else has touched at Tesco or a fucking egg sandwich. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All the people... Already, obviously, people are criticising the protesters and that uh, for being, you know, super spreaders and being ignorant. Everybody who was there is about our age and has a mobile phone. Yeah. Everyone's got a phone. If you have a phone, you know about coronavirus because it's everywhere. You cannot, you cannot not know about this. Like, you can't, there's just no way. There's no way you can ignore it in the Western world, I don't think. It's everywhere, yeah? All the people there, some of them probably won't care, to be fair. Some people just wouldn't care about it. 
But 99% of the people there would have been well aware of the fact that they're risking getting coronavirus, they're risking spreading it. But you know what? It needs to be fucking done. Like, it needs to be done. It's like, people chat about riots not accomplishing anything. It's Rioting and protesting has historically actually accomplished things. Because it does, it's... it's Disruptive, a peaceful disruption is a very, very powerful tool. If you've got 15,000 people marching together peacefully in unison towards a cause, that's very, very, that, so powerful. It's so powerful. And honestly, like, you, I, I urge you, if you're listening to this and you're in a position where you feel like you can go to a protest, I, I, I feel like you'll gain a lot from going. I really do, because I have, I've, and I also feel like you owe it. Manchester, I was so glad to see Mancunians there. Manchester is built on cotton, yeah? Manchester was the home of the Industrial Revolution. So much of Manchester is built on slavery, so much of the money. But Manchester has also historically been very good at fighting against these things. It's always been, the, it's always led that. It's always led abolishment, right? So Manchester, Mancunians... It's a city of love. People always talk about how Manchester is different and how we love each other. And it was fucking nice to see it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. It was fucking... It's not even... Because I've never really been to anything like that before. It was beautiful to see it all, like I say, so peaceful. There wasn't a copper in sight. And people all just fucking there for a good cause. There was no opposition. There was no nobbeds. It was, it was perfect for like the cause and everything, and I didn't. I don't think I saw one person not wearing a mask or some kind of face covering. And when we say beautiful as well, I, I will. I will point out there's a certain pain to it because it, it is powerful. It's very powerful to see, and it is beautiful and it's inspiring. But you are, you know, as you were, as we were walking through town, I kept being just, you know, taken away by how amazing it was. But then you remember why you're all there, and it's like I was saying to Mike, I'm like. It's fucking mad, like, you know, my grandma in the 60s was doing stuff like this. It's yeah. it's like, it, it's still here, it's still ongoing. But uh, one thing I took from it was the fact that it was predominantly young people there, yeah? And I was chatting to uh, my mate Kate about this, right, my mate Kate, and I, and I said that I think in about 20 years' time, the world might be very different in a much more positive direction, yeah? Because a lot of the people who were there will be 40, 50, probably have kids of their own, and will be bringing up another generation. Think how, think, right, if we're fed up, think how fed up our children are going to be if this kind of shit's still happening. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like, I don't know, I just really, really feel like that this is a, a generation that can change things. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like, I think, especially in the past like few years especially, I really do think, like you say, um, by the time we're about like 40 or something, you'd hope the people in charge and the leaders, you'd really hope that things would fucking change for the better. Because it's like the, people, the amount of people who vote, like, voted Labour and everything in the past few years, like the numbers of young people compared to, you know, obviously the older generations who like, were more likely to vote Conservative really goes to show that, like, it, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but in good time, things will change. It definitely feels that way. It definitely feels that way. The, the antics and rhetoric of people like Donald Trump and Boris Johnson, it, it is unacceptable, yeah? And there's a huge proportion of the world that thinks it's acceptable. That proportion of people will it will dis it will dissipate eventually. I'm so sure of it, and I'm so sure that if you 
continue to try and speak to anybody willing to listen and try and speak to your mates. And Because you, the thing is, is that, you know, you don't grow up racist. A lot of it is about how, what you grow up around, yeah? You know, if you grow up in a small part, in a small, tiny, white part of the country, right in the, right in the Tory bracket, right in that Tory belt, yeah, where there's minimal ethnicity around you, you might grow up surrounded by people who are very racist. You might also pick up some of that. You might pick up on some of that language. You might pick up on some of that way of thinking. Why would you pick up on that? Because you have... Yeah. Why would you pick up on that? Because that's all you're being taught, yeah? That's all you're being taught. It's like you look at the newspapers. The newspapers are co constantly, constantly filled with Islamophobia, yeah? What the fuck are people supposed to think? Now, fortunately, there's a lot of people who then, you know, either go to uni or get a bit older and start, you know, reading or just sort of seeing the world for what it is and going, oh, actually, that's fucking very, very wrong and disgusting. There's some people who, unfortunately, don't have the capacity to make that connection. But And there's some people as well who just never have that positive influence. Yeah, they'll never... Maybe they'll never have that fucking person who has a chat with them about race. Maybe they'll never fucking have a black mate. Maybe... Do you know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. Maybe they'll never be exposed to it. You've, you've got to somehow find a way to reach those people, I think. That's a key yeah. part of it because people don't fucking want to be racist. I'm sure of it. I'm deep down in my head sure that people, so obviously some people do, but from a just a human a human perspective, I'm sure it's got to be in there that we're not made to hate people like this, that we're really no, not I'm made not to have this contempt for each other. Do you know what I'm saying? A lot of, it, a lot of it's just stupidity. It's like where I live is a very... It's a very like white place. Like there's not like in Bamford and Northern, like there's not a lot of um, black black people at all, and there's not a lot of people of other colour. And there's a lot of people in these meeting pubs and that who I know who like come out with like racist comments and stuff. And like I remember there was a guy going on about one time you know, and I was just I didn't really I kind of challenged him. I was just kind of like, well, he was talking about something in London about like some you know some Tommy Robinson bollocks about paedophiles in London. Yeah. I'll talk about like people and I was like, when's the last time you went to London? I was like, just out of interest, like when when's the last time you went? And he was I think he said he went when he was about five. I was like, right. Well, like you're just fucking repeating what the Daily Mail is like shuddering at you. And it's just ignorance and just people being fucking idiots. Yeah, but, uh, my, yeah absolutely. It's, it's people absolutely. aren't willing to listen as well. That's the worst bit. You, you know, you can't say it and people just like going, Oh, Bloody, of course you like Jeremy Corbyn. It's like shut, shut up. Like no, it is. It's and, uh, honestly, mate. It is. It's all. It's it is all ignorance. It is all ignorance. Yeah, you're totally right. And it, yeah, and it's like it goes to show that like, growing up in a place where there are no people of ethnicity, like people don't think to go and read up and learn about it because they never encounter it, and like they never, I think they never really think that what they're saying at the time like they'd never say it to them people in person they would never go up to that person of colour and say their opinions about it because it's fucking pure shit out you know what I mean they'll start as much as they want in the pub but as soon as they're faced with it they'll fucking shit themselves I remember when I was 11 I had a mate called Lloyd um, Lloyd, Lloyd was black and we had, a, we had a we had a bit of a scrap one day as you do when you're kids and uh, I was a bit chubby and he was calling me fat and uh, I I Took the, I took the piss out of him for uh, for being uh, brown. I told my mum about it. I said we'd had a fight. I told my mum what he said about me. I told my mum what I said. 
and I'm, I'm lucky that my mum went sick at me, obviously, naturally. But she asked me why I said it, and I just said I was like, well, it, I thought that's what you know what you what you do because it's you know you do hear it, don't you? Growing up, and I'm fucking. Do you know what? Like, there's a, a, I'm happy to admit this as well. It's not you know, it's not a nice thing. Uh, you know, it's not a nice thing. But it was uh, the conversation that I then had a you know a young age that my mum gave me. Uh, it was the same time I was exposed um, to people referring to Asian shops as a particular word. Uh, for Pakistani people and the first time I heard that and again I've, I've been lucky that I've had my mum there to when you're a kid and you do hear these things and you do fuck up that my mum yeah. you know that I was lucky that my, my mother was fucking immediate to quench that and stop that and educate me teach me why that's wrong teach me why you fucking you know it don't matter if fucking someone takes the mick out of you for being a little bit fat you can do something about that there Jay you're like you never ever insult yeah. somebody for the colour, you know what I mean. And then she, but she explained to me why as well. It's why, it's, and the reason why you don't fucking, uh, the, the reason why you never insult people for the colour of their skin and never judge people for that is because white people have systematically destroyed the homes and communities of people of ethnicity. <clears throat> people of ethnicity. So yeah, yeah, it's not, a, it's not very good. It's not very good. It's not very good. But yeah, I'm sorry if. Uh, I'm sorry if uh, perhaps the uh, perhaps we're not wording this right. It's very hard to. It's challenging to speak about. You know, it's challenging to convey this in a way where you want to get your uh, point across, but also you you know you don't want to be saying anything too abrasive uh, or do you know what I mean? You d I don't know. I don't know. It's just a, it's a, yeah, no, no, of course, it's, right, a, of course. it's a tricky thing for two white people to talk about on a fucking radio show. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. But, it's, yeah. but it's an, it, these are important conversations to have. Do you know what I mean? Like these are things you need to talk about, and that's why on this show, this is what we're talking about today. I don't, I don't fucking really want to talk about anything else. It's irrelevant what fucking walks we've been on or music we've been listening to. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I tell you a band. Oh no, it'll. Oh no, I've lost it. Oh no, I might have it. Hang on one sec. Hang on, let me have a look here. I discovered a band the other day that I really liked. Oh, yeah. Right. There's a band called the, There's a band called The Smokes and uh, the tune's called Backlash. Go and listen to that on Bandcamp. Fucking awesome. The Smokes. The Smokes. Yeah. I came across a tune. I think you might like it, actually. I was on, a, I was on Radio 6 and it's called Runner Up by a band called TV Priest. Very fucking good. Um, reminded me of that kind of, you know, I don't know what really. It, it reminded me a bit of Viagra Boys, that kind of stuff. And it reminded me of the, of the, of the band Priest, the you like, but um, it's got a male singer, like, so it's a bit different. Um, but it, with that sound, it made, yeah, it made it a bit of a fucking more Viagra Boys vibe, but it's really good. Um, six Music's been providing the absolute goodness recently. Well, that's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's what you want. Well, Mike, I would like. Uh, I think. I think we should. Ra I think we should uh, wrap it up there. Yeah, man. I would like you to uh, give us the old sign off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Nice one for uh, tuning in again and um, listening to us week in, week out, um, and especially with like, in, in, in regards to recent events as well. Um, just remember to look after yourself. Educate the fucking idiots. Don't take any shit. Call out the cunts. And, yeah, just fucking get along with each other. It's not hard to ask, is it? 
please look into um, donating to the Black Lives Matter movement and uh, obviously looking into any way you can help those causes and also like any uh, people in America who've been wrongly imprisoned, any way you can help them online.